Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. This year, we are reading Knowing God Through the Year by J.I. Packer. We hope that you'll be filled with fresh insight and joy as you spend time discovering more about our thrilling God. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast with Mariner's Church. My name's Joel. I'm the Young Adults Pastor here, and I will be your host for today's episode. Today's Devo in Knowing God by J.I. Packer is titled, The Father's Will. And the verse that serves as the foundation for our time today comes from Mark chapter 13, and in verse 32 it says this, No one knows about that day or hour, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. This verse that we read from Mark 13, it comes at the end of a very long conversation that Jesus is having with his disciples when they ask him about the end of days. In fact, the heading in my Bible, it might not say the same thing in yours, but in my Bible, chapter 13 has a heading over it that says, Signs of the End of the Age. And in this conversation, through chapter 13, Jesus talks about some heavy stuff. He mentions wars. He touches on earthquakes. He even references something from the book of Daniel called the abomination that causes desolation. Super intense stuff in chapter 13 of Mark. And then when you get to the end of chapter 13, Jesus concludes this discussion by telling his disciples that no one knows when these things will transpire. Meaning, not us not the angels, and shockingly, not even Jesus himself knows the day or hour when this will all happen, but only God himself knows. So what does this mean? What are we, you and I, meant to take from this passage of scripture and from this Devo? I think the first clear and somewhat obvious observation is that trying to decode scripture Trying to decipher an exact date for the end of the world is a bit pointless because it straight up tells us no one knows. (laughs) So I don't want to spend too much time there today. I think there's something more profound from this passage and from this Devo that's worth pulling out. J.I. Packer opens the devotion about Jesus not knowing the details of the end of the world by saying this line. He says, Jesus did not do All that he could have done. Jesus did not do all that he could have done. Let's pause right there. At first glance, this is a shocking statement by Packer. And the reason this is so shocking is because if you're anything like me, I think we read that statement through our American lens. And the American lens that a lot of us have, it's so focused on achievement. In our society, in 2023 in the United States, when we hear that someone didn't do all that they could have done, the implication is that this person had a lot of potential that they didn't live up to. And the end result is that for all intents and purposes, they failed. And so, in today's Devo, is J.I. Packer saying that Jesus failed? Absolutely not. It's actually quite the contrary. Jesus was perfectly obedient in his submission to the will of his heavenly father, 
And that perfect obedience is actually the picture of success. Here's an illustration that I I think was helpful to me, and I think it'll help us have this concept sink in today. In my time working in ministry with college students, I've worked with some really brilliant people, like 19, 20, 21 year olds who go on to design real life Star Wars type technology. Like I legitimately have a former student who what the closest thing I can compare the project he works on to is R2D2 from Star Wars. Like that's a real thing. I've done ministry with engineers who go on to work with lasers and rockets and some people that cure diseases at the cellular level, like brilliant people, brilliant college students. And so a few times in working in ministry with them, I've given them an exercise that I think is going to be helpful for us today. The exercise is designed for them to get to show how intelligent they really are. Now, what I like to do is I give them a box of Legos. And the Legos will be specifically designed to create something like a race car or a spaceship or a dinosaur or something really, really cool. But there will be a specific design to it. And what I'll do is I'll dump the Legos on the desk and I'll tell them to build but I won't give them the box that has the picture on it and I won't give them the instructions. So they'll have absolutely no idea what the end result of their Lego creation is supposed to look like. And then what I'll do is I'll watch as these genius college students, they, they really do create incredibly cool structures. <laughs> like they make awesome Lego creations. And then after about 10 minutes, I'll tell them to stop building And what I'll do is I'll put their creation on a desk and then right next to it, I'll pull out the box that the Legos came in that has the picture of what the finished product is supposed to look like. And we'll look at the box that has the picture and then we'll compare that to the Lego creation that they came up with. And what's funny is the box has the picture of what these Legos in this box were designed to create. The, the box gives a picture of how these Legos were made to fit together to accomplish the creator's design. And then we compare them to what the students came up with. And this is always a really cool moment to help them see that while there are a lot of things that they could have built with those Legos, it's not success if they missed the original design. And this is a cool lesson for all of us to learn as humans that as There's a lot of things that we can do in this life, but the best things, and if we're honest, the things that should be truly viewed as success actually start and finish by lining up with what God has created us to do. And the same can be said of Jesus. J.I. Packer points out that while Jesus was on earth, he didn't stop being God. He never lost his divinity. He simply submitted his divinity to the will of his heavenly father. And there are, listen, lots and lots of things that Jesus could have done. Jesus had all power at his disposal, and yet he only did what God willed for him to do. And the beautiful thing is that this isn't failure. This didn't leave some untapped potential on the table. This is actually success. Jesus' submission to do only what God willed him to do is actually victory. 
And it's not just victory for Jesus. It actually means victory for us as well. Because Jesus hung on the cross to pay the penalty for our sins. And what we need to understand is that he could have at any moment freed himself. He could have climbed down from the cross. He could have summoned an army of angels to come to his aid and destroy the people who were crucifying him. He had all of the power to do so. In fact, some of those who were with him at the cross dared him to do just that. But instead of giving in, instead of doing all of the different things that he could have done in that moment, what Jesus chose to do was only one thing, and that was to be obedient to the will of God. And he did that for you and for me. And so in moments where there are things about God and how he operates that we don't understand, I think there's beauty in looking to the picture of Jesus in his perfect obedience to not do all that he could have done, but to do only what the Father willed, to trust in God's will and be obedient to that. God, we love you and we come before you humbled that there are things that we don't know, things that we don't understand. And God, as as we sit there, that can be a hard place to be, but we know that you're good. And so we ask that you would make your will clear to us in our lives. Would you give us opportunities to follow Jesus' example, to not try to do everything that is in front of us, but only the thing that can be truly measured as success, which is being obedient to you. We thank you for your son, Jesus, in his perfect obedience, that even though he never was not God, he, he was fully God and fully man, and yet he chose to only do what was your will. And God, we thank you that through that, we get to trust in the cross, to trust in his finished work and his resurrection from the grave. And now we're restored in relationship with you to all those who believe. We love you. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate and review the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.